Today, I, I really want to talk to you about something that the Lord has been dealing with me. You know, I, I'm going to start a new series and I hope you don't mind this series, but I love this series. It's called Unhindered Access with God. Amen. Uh, today, I want to really talk about the idea of what is intimacy. You know, again, if you, 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 you just join us online today, uh, welcome. Good morning, you know, happy National Day. Uh, and, 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 and do not just turn off your computer. We have a, a, a get-together in the foyer, amen, a virtual foyer. But more than that, you know, before I close today in, uh, uh, in my message and I, when, when I begin to pray for you, I want, I want us to come together to pray for our nation, okay? We are so blessed to be in Singapore. Amen. I say again, we are so blessed to be in Singapore. You know, God has blessed our country and it is only right that we will become a blessing to our nation. Amen. That's our responsibilities as uh, the citizens of Singapore. Amen. So again, uh, stay tuned. Don't shut down immediately. We want to pray for our nation and then we're going to have a time that we will meet you guys in a virtual voyeur. We love to see you and bring your babies along and all your children. We want to see them. You know, again, it's been a while since we see them. Uh, uh, we would love to, you know, just hang out and just chill. Amen. Okay. So, so let's begin today by turning to the scripture, John chapter 17, verse 20 to 23. You know, John chapter 17, verse 20 to 23. Uh, okay. John chapter 7, verse 20 to 23. It goes like this. I do not pray for this alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. That they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that we may be one just as we are one. I in them, you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Amen. Another passage of scripture, let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16 to 20. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her. For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sin against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own. For you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God 
in your body and your spirit, which are God's. Amen. Why don't we just go to God in prayer again one more time? Father, thank you, Father. Lord, again, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you, God, and Lord, help us, God, understand what it means to be intimate with you. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I ask God that you begin to speak to us. I ask God right now, in the name of Jesus, open our eyes. Let us go deeper in you. Father, I think most of us here in this place have a relationship with you, but we are asking God that you will take us deeper. Take us deeper, God, when Lord, in John chapter 17, verse 38, it says in the last days, after the last days of the feast, God, that Lord, that there, 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 there will be still hunger in the last day of a buffet, God, or of what the world is, is going to offer us. There's, there's going to be this hunger that, that people will still hunger. And, and, and God, that, that, that Lord, that, that there's only one place that you can feel in our lives, God, and nothing in this world can feel it because you were cre- we were created to worship you. And I pray, God, that you will give us understanding to, to, to recognize, God, that hunger, to recognize, God, that to, uh, uh, um, what we need to do to give you total access to the deep recesses of our heart that only you can feel. God, we do not want to allow materialism. We do not want to allow worldliness in. We do not want to allow things of this world because the things of this world does not satisfy, but only you can satisfy us totally. And and when we tasted the goodness of God and we tasted, Lord, your love, Lord, that satisfy. And it will not just satisfy for, uh, for one time. It will satisfy us for all eternity. So Lord, I'm asking God that you help us. Lord, understand, Lord, today, what does it mean to be intimate with our Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. We've intimate with you. So Lord, bless us, open our understanding, give us revelation and understanding in Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen. So I want to begin today. You know, I want to begin today by, you know, asking the question, you know, what is or, or what is intimacy? Okay. You know, when we, this whole idea of intimacy is, very foreign to most of us because our, our, what do you call that? Our first impression, you know, our first glimpse of love is our parents. And I don't know about you, but in the Asian community, you know, we, we may not really understand, you know, this whole idea of intimacy because I can tell you, uh, frankly, you know, I wasn't really intimate with my parents. But before I begin, you know, I, 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 I really want to give you, you know, uh, the definition of the word intimate, okay? You know, uh, uh, so let's look at the definition of this word intimacy, okay? And, and, and I think the reason why we find it hard to be intimate with God is because no one ever, no, we were not intimate or our parents did not have that that, that relationship with us that we can be intimate with them and and therefore you know we think that it, we know what intimacy look like you know and I have to uh, 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 really dig up you know behind you know uh, the word intimacy in my own definition what it looks like and, and it looks like something like this okay for me 
Okay, you know, I, I, I always thought that intimacy is only when I get good results. <laughs> you know, you know when, 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 you know what? I don't dare tell my parents everything, my struggle, because you know why? I get scolded. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and it's not that, 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 that I don't deserve scolding. Sometimes I do. But, but at the same time, sometimes when I'm pouring out my weakness, I get shame. And therefore, I hide. I don't even understand what this true intimacy looks like. You know, the Bible talks about Adam and Eve, they were naked before the presence of the Lord, you know. And that means really, you know, God knows all things. It's just us, you know, we hide our spirits from God. And, and, and when we hide our spirit, it destroys that intimacy. You know, sometimes we, 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 we present good results to our parents because we want to please them. But when we want to hide things, it's because we are scared to get scolding and we really don't understand uh, 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 the word intimacy. And we think that intimacy equals good works. And we focus on the being, sorry, the doing rather than, than the being. Okay, so I have some of these faulty misconceptions and when things are great, I talk to him. When things are not very good, I hide from him. Amen. You can tell your children are hiding things from you when they start, you know, having less conversation with you. <laughs> Amen. You know, you know, they just close their spirit up and, and they don't tell you everything under their sun and they don't tell you their struggles, you know. Uh, and, and sometimes I think that that's the way we treat God, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, and, 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 and we have this weird idea that intimacy means that I have got to be all together so that God will receive me. But then the scripture goes on to tell us a broken and a contrite spirit, he will not despise. Amen. So let's look at the definition of the word intimacy, okay? Intimacy means inner closeness. It means to be close on the inside. It means depth of relationship. This is a deep relationship. So again, I, I just want to remind you when we talk about intimate, it's not about a business relationship. It's not about just exchanging fluffy conversation, transaction in a business environment or you can stand outside your corridor and then you talking to your neighbor about the weather or something like that. Uh, it's, it's not like that at all. What we are talking about today is about deep relationship. Intimacy is also means, okay? It also means unhindered access on every level to another individual, okay? Amen. It means I have unhindered access to your thoughts. I have unhindered access to your emotions. I have unhindered access spiritually to what is going on in your life. Wow. Amen. Okay. So as you can see that, you know, intimacy is really bearing it all. <laughs> you know, in marriage, we can have intimacy, but that can mean sexuality. Obviously, you know, when we are talking about 
relationship with God. This is cannot happen because God is spirit, you know. And again, I want you to understand that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and, and, and God wants unheeded access to our bodies, all our appetites, all our desires, all our health issues. Amen. And this is not just talking about physical issues. We are talking about spiritual issues today. Amen. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And to the degree that we are willing to give God access to our bodies and the issues that we are, that is going on within us, that is the degree that God will have intimacy with you. I, I, I want you to notice this statement here. The more you give him access, the more you have intimacy with God. And God, I, I repeat again, God wants an unhindered access to us. He wants a close relationship on the inside. And he wants a deep relationship where we talk to God about every single issue. You know, our lives, you know, we can discuss with him without any shame, without any fear whatsoever kind of struggle, we can tell it all to Him. You know, again, uh, when I'm talking about intimacy with God, I'm talking about having that close, deep relationship with God where God has unhindered access to us on every level. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Again, let me remind you again, God wants to have unhindered access. Unhindered access. He is wanting badly to have an intimate relationship with every single one of us. Praise God. I don't know about you, but I think that's, that's amazing. Amen. That's incredible. But how intimate you want to be with God ultimately, ultimately falls on you. I'm saying this, God will never push himself on you. How deep you want this relationship is ultimately up to us. I'm, I've said this many times. You know, uh, 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 God wants to have an intimate relationship with us. But do you want him to have an intimate relationship with you? That's the question. You know, again, uh, before I move on, I want to cover some fundamentals here. You know, uh, uh, that is so important about uh, intimacy with the Father. Okay? Number one, the first fundamental I want to cover today is this. Intimacy with God is the reason for salvation. And then we read in the scripture, Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God demonstrated His own love towards us in that while we were sinners. We were still sinners. Christ died for us. Amen. The reason for the death of Jesus on the cross was the love that God has for his people. The desire for a loving relationship is why Jesus shed his blood. Amen. Again, I want you to listen very carefully here. If you believe that Jesus died on the cross to forgive you and your sins alone, you are wrong. The cross is about an intimate relationship with God. 
and our sins were keeping us from intimacy with God. Jesus did not come just to forgive our sins. Jesus came to take away anything that will keep us from having an intimate relationship with Him. It's all about intimacy. Let me repeat again. It is all about intimacy. Let's turn to the book of John. Chapter 14, verse 23 to 24. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Amen. I don't know about you, but when you read that scripture, that talks really about, it paints a picture about an intimate relationship that God wants to make his residence and, 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 and God is saying, if anyone, you know, if any single individual will honor Jesus and honor his words, Jesus says that he will make he, he, us his home. And, and, and let's turn to the book of John. Let's turn to the book of John. It goes like this, John chapter 15, verse 4 to 5. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the true vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you and you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified and that you will bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandment and abide His love. These things, you know, again, these things I've spoken that you, that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Amen. Again, I'm, I'm so thankful, you know, that God wants to live right inside of me. He wants an intimate relationship. You know, I liken unto this, okay? I want you to picture this right now, okay? I want you to picture this in your mind. You know, that God is your, first of all, when He fills you with your Holy Spirit, you know, uh, immediately, you know, He's like a new guest that you are trying to make a, tenant or, 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 you know, you are not totally surrendered yet. You know, I, I, I know that in your mind, you, you know, we say words of surrender, but we do not know the details of what surrendering means about giving up. You know, we just look forward to that presence of God. We look forward to, you know, seeing Him, you know, and feeling that our sins are washed away. Uh, but then, when it suddenly dawned on us what surrendering looks like, you know, sometimes we hold back, you know, and, and, and God would not, God understands and God would not uh, push His way, 
okay, into our lives, you know, and, 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 and he's patient with us. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, he's patient. Aren't you glad that God is patient uh, with us and, 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 and he doesn't budge his way in, you know, and, and slowly we surrender more and more. You know, I, I've always tell God, God, this area of my life, you know, I'm still holding on. Uh, would you just give me some time? I, 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 I know that, you know, intellectually in my mind, I know I have to trust you, but 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 when it comes real time, you know I'm dealing with all these insecurities, these emotions that 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 that, that, that I want to process. But 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 the Lord says, why do you need to process this alone? Why don't you allow me and let me process this with you? Because you know I understand. I understand it's gonna be something that is not easy for you, but I want to process with you. You know I want to be there. I want to you know comfort you i want to grieve together with you you know uh, and, and 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 that's the part that 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 you know when we are growing up we don't share our grief with our parents in fact when we share our grief with our parents our parents will think that we are crazy we're losing our mind you know uh, uh you know I, I i i i cannot remember when i had a good intimate relationship with my dad <laughs> you know I, when i start to think back when was the closest relationship when i have that intimate relationship and i can bear all things to him. I realized that, my goodness, it's been a while. No wonder that I have a hard time, you know, sometimes even trusting God with my pain, emotional pain. I, I can trust people with my physical pain. When I tell my mom, I have a fever or oh, give me Panadol. But, but when you talk about this emotional pain, as it is as real as the physical pain, but, 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 but our parents were not taught to minister and, and, and they don't have the comforter, you know, so they don't really know what to do. So, you know, they leave us crying and leave us, you know, or, 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 or we hide from them and, 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 you know, your parents know that something is not right, but they don't know what to do. They call auntie, they call your friends to talk to you, you know, and, and, and all kinds of stuff, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 and, uh, you know, they don't know what to do. You know, they may sign you up for a counselor and so forth, you know, because, you know, uh, you may react. Maybe sometimes, you know, like for every parent, they take things very personally. And that's why your children don't want to open their spirit to you because you know what? They don't want to let you bear it all because sometimes they know that it is them that needs help, you know, but the way it's coming out <laughs> or maybe the way, you know, there are things that, that, that we don't know how to respond. Amen. And therefore, we take this into our relationship with God and we do not know what intimacy looks like. You know, and we, 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 we sort of keep all things back. We just hold it tightly because, you know, and, 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 and even though we know intellectually that He knows all things, that His omnipresence, we dare not open our spirits to Him because we are afraid. That's why the scripture says God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. Amen. You know, something that I've realized, something that I've realized about people who share the gospel effectively, they share it because 
they are in love with Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Again, you know, if we go out there and we bang people over the head with oneness and new birth, we are just being religious monster. <laughs> you know, again, uh, I, I want you to notice this verse 23 here, okay? This is a very interesting statement here. You know, uh, uh, let's, let's turn there real quickly. You know, and I in them and you in me that they may be made perfect in one that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. And I want you to take note of this statement. It's talking about love. You know, if you, you know, I think it is very important, you know, uh, to understand this statement because Jesus is saying, Father, show the world that you love disciples just the way you love me. Amen. When we are, wherever we are walking in an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, the gospel is so obvious to everyone around us. Amen. It does not need to be explained. People see the difference in the love of God that it makes in your life. People see the way you are living your life in how you have taken or, or uh, uh, you know, uh, you handle your crisis. God has taken up a residence within you, in your heart, and, and the difference that that makes in your life. I, I just can't help it, but, you know, uh, when I was born again, you know, I was a wild child when I was born again, and when I, I was uh, uh, filled with the Holy Ghost, and, and, you know, it was at the age of 21. You know, that I was born again and I was in the army at that time, you know, and, and my friends could see the difference. I mean, I still remember I, 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 I've, I've taken all my cassettes, you know, <laughs> you know, I've taken all my boom box. You know, I had a boom box that I bring to the off uh, to the camp and I gave it all away to my friends. I say that, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to give this to you. You know, all my favorite cassette, you can have it. I say, what's wrong with you? I say, you know what? Somehow or rather, I'm satisfied. Somehow or rather, God filled me with the Holy Ghost. You know, I just know that I've got it. I got it. And my friend got a shock of their life. And, then, and and they make things difficult for me. And, and again, I, I, I did not respond. I will continue to love them. You know, and, 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 and again, that's the difference. You know, when we have an intimate relationship with God, I still remember that I would go to the squash court, you know, and my friends would know that I go to the squash court because they can hear me praying and singing songs to the Lord. Amen. And, and it's not just about the singing the songs. It's the response that the difference that Christ has made in my life will affect my decision, will affect my behavior. And, and, and that's the difference when someone who is intimate with God will look like, amen. The difference in your conversation, you know, if you know me, I'm brutal, I'm crude, I'm rude. You know, I, I will use vulgarities in every one statement. There is a vulgarity. <laughs> but after that, when I was Born again, my language changed. I, I, I see myself holding back the words, you know, that, that, that may, 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 you know, that will affect my relationship with God. You know, again, there is something unique about being intimate with God that when you are intimate with somebody, that person can tell that you are intimate with that individual. You know, when someone who is in love, 
Amen. You know, when you are so intimate, you keep on mentioning the person you are in love with. You know, you just keep on talking about, oh, this person is so good. This person is so good. And, and likewise, you know, uh, uh, that happens when you become intimate with the Father. You become intimate with Jesus. Your conversations start to change and people around you can see the difference. And let me remind you again, you know, you know uh, that intimate, Intimacy was the reason why Jesus Christ came. He wants to have that relationship with you. Amen. And, and, and the second basic point, fundamental point that I want to bring up to you is this. You know, that, uh, you know, intimacy, okay, with God is the unique feature that sets Christianity apart from every belief and religious world. Amen. I don't know about you, but you know, sometimes when I hear people tell me, you know, oh, all the religion the same. I don't think so. Religion may preach good, I mean, may teach you how to be a good person, but they are not always the same. You know, because my God came down as flesh. My God died for me and he gave me this, 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 uh, uh, his spirit, okay, first of all, and he gave me his name, <laughs> amen, and, 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 and not only that, he allows me to call him his father, amen, and, and here's the good news, that I don't have to earn my way to that relationship, amen, Jesus did it on the cross, and when he did it on the cross, he says, it is finished, and now by grace and not by works, amen, not by religious rule, that I can have a relationship with Jesus Christ, so it is spelled, religion is spelled as the word D-O-D, but Christianity is spelled as the word D-O-N-E, done, <laughs> Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, we will never be satisfied in life until we have a personal relationship with God. Amen. Let me repeat that again. Just because you go to church doesn't mean you have an intimate relationship. Just because you are looking at me on the screen, you know, and you're paying attention, you know, eyeball to eyeball doesn't mean that you have a personal deep relationship with God. The deeper it gets, the unshakable you become. Let me say that again. The deeper relationship you get, you have with God, the more unshakable you are. Amen. Let's turn to the book of Isaiah. Oh, I love Isaiah. You know, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1 and 3. It goes like this, you know, uh, in the New Living Translation. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choices, choice of wine and milk. It's all free. Amen. Then he goes on to read in verse 2. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me and you will eat what is good and you will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you and I will give you all the unfailing love I promise to David. Amen. Everybody say praise God. <laughs> Again, you know, we are going to sources of, 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 you know, we are going to wrong sources to fuel our life. Amen. Whether it's uh, materialism, whether it's all kinds of 
Lizam. <laughs> you know, the only person that can satisfy our soul is Jesus Christ. Nothing in this world will ever satisfy us until we touch God Himself. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, John chapter 4, you know, talks about this lady, a Samaritan woman. You know, and, and, and Jesus said this to her, Lady, if you keep drinking of that water right there, you will always keep thirsting again. But anyone who drinks, the water I'm going to give him will never thirst again. He's talking about uh, living waters that he gives freely. Amen. There are times, you know, when I read the newspaper, I don't know about you, or, or now no newspaper, sorry, I don't, yeah, I read electronic uh, uh, newspaper, you know, and, 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 and just before I slept, you know, I was searching for COVID-19. How is it going around the world? And, and there was this article, you know, says that, you know, the Columbia variant, you know, in Brussels, okay, Belgium, okay, uh, uh, you know, there were seven older folks that died. And what was worrisome was the fact that this older folks was vaccinated. My goodness, you know, when I read that, I say, oh no, don't tell me we have to create another new vaccination. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I can get all bent out of shape, you know, and because I really want to get out of this whole, you know, uh, heightened alert. <laughs> but here we go. You know, don't, does this mean that we all have to start over again? <laughs> you know, but, but here's the good news. We have a relationship with God. Amen. The circumstances out there are unpredictable. But we got a God that is always predictable. A God that wants to be intimate and close with us. A God, if you know who you're talking to, if you ask him a drink, he will give you a drink and you will never thirst again. Again, let me say this again. God, you know, if you ask me what is one thing that I've gathered from the pandemic, I would say this. I have gone deeper in Christ. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, and, and, and let me tell you what are the, as you go deeper, okay, in Christ, these things in your life will increase. Let me, let me talk about the benefits of intimacy. Number one, I, I want to talk to you. The first level of the benefits of intimacy is this thing called keys. Amen. Keys. Amen. Everybody say peace. And let's turn to Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. And I believe that the greatest benefit of Christianity is peace. Amen. Big peace. Peace with God. Amen. The word peace is the word shalom. It means total wellness in every single area of our life. Come on. It means total wellness. Amen. Total well-being in every single area of our life. 
And then we read in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. Amen. You see, there's a peace that comes in a Christian life that is beyond understanding. You know, and the deeper I get, the more firmly I'm rooted in this peace. The deeper I go in Christ, the more proximate, uh, the more proximity I have with Christ, the more peaceful, you know, I am with myself and with God and with, I have the peace of God and I have the peace with God. You know, once you have peace with God, you will have the peace of God. Amen. Again, uh, once I've got born again, I have never, you know, been so peaceful in my life. You know, I, I don't know about you, but, you know, I was a wild child and I had all kinds of things that I've done and I've regretted. And every night I struggle with voices, amen, uh, voices that, that would condemn me, voices that, that would tell me that I'm not good enough, voices that tell me God doesn't want to be intimate with me. But then when I'm born again, you know, Jesus said this, you know, I love this scripture, John chapter 14, verse 27. He goes like this, you know, peace I leave with you and my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives you, I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. You know, again, uh, 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 once I born again, when God wash away my sins, amen, I become a new person. You know, I still walking around there. I was just bouncing in the air. I was just rejoicing. You know, there's something about this peace that allows me to enter into the presence of God and it calms everything inside my heart. It is the most calming. It is the most sedating. It is the most loving and guiding presence that you can possibly imagine. Amen. And it's all based on this thing called proximity with Jesus. Amen. Again, you may be there, but not there. When I talk about proximity with Jesus, it not necessarily means, okay, just the physical aspect. It may, means spiritual aspect. You know, you tear down those walls again that you have built up or perhaps you have built out in the past. You know, again, uh, 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 many times, you know, I, I realize, you know, that uh, my relationship with my wife, you know, is good. My relationship with kids is good. Everything, you know, is good. But nevertheless, there is still a distance within me and God. <laughs> I have to break down the wall. I have to hunger for it. You know, I have to press further. You know, the more, you know, uh, good things that is happening to you, sometimes it is more of a barrier. <laughs> That's why I have to press in. And sometimes I just tell God, God, you know what? The more I feel that I don't need you is the time that I really need you. God, I don't want to forget you. God, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to uh, feel to acknowledge you in all that I do. Amen. Because the deeper I get with God, folks, the greater peace that I can have. You know, again, you know, and, 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 and there may be reason, okay? There may be reasons that you don't experience that peace, okay? So when do I not experience the peace? It's very simple. It is when you get busy and you do not spend time with the Lord or that's an attitude, you know, there is dead and you can't feel the peace, you know, it's just like staying away from your router. <laughs> the closer you are with your router, you get a stronger signal. Amen. The closer you are with Jesus, you get a stronger peace. You know, I can tell somebody, uh, 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 
walk with God. You don't have to say very much. I can tell someone's walk with God by the way he handled a crisis. <laughs> where is God? You know, sometimes I ask that individual and sometimes they get upset with me. So where is God in all these things? <laughs> I say, huh, what do you mean? Where is God in all these things? Yeah, where is God? Because you know what? When you are with God, he will protect you. So, you know, and, and, and the second reason, you know, that I find that people lose their peace is when they have not put him their number one priority. Amen. And they begin to hide things from God. They show up on service. They may be even watching online right now. You know, that, 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 that you know, they treat God like Santa Claus. Amen. God is not your Santa Claus. You know, as you put him centered around, he will automatically give you that peace. When he controls you, he, you, he have auto and, and, and there are a few things that, that can hinder this. It may be sin as well in your life. When, 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 when you put priority in, in other things, you are so busy, you're hiding from God. You know, folks, I, I don't get it. You know, some people, you know, forget that God is all-knowing. They come Sunday and then suddenly, lo and behold, you know, you know they go do another thing and think that, God don't know. You see, folks, I really want you to understand God knows all things. And you need to understand that in order for me to have peace with God, it's a byproduct of my proximity, my intimacy. And when you have that peace, the peace uh, that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind. Literally, there have been many times in your life where everything is going wrong financially, but... But because you have that proximity with God, you can have absolute perfect calmness and peace because you are deep with God. You are less like this with God. This is a peace that passes understanding. You know, again, you can have that peace. Circumstances may change, but not you become unshakable because you are close with God. Amen. Praise God. You know, again, check your peace level today. Where is your peace coming from? Is your peace coming from your relationship with God, which you have all control over? Or your peace with, with circumstances which you have no control over? You know, and that's the part that, that, that I, I realized that why we keep on putting our emphasis on things that we have no control about. So you know what? I'm going to trust Jesus. Amen. You know what? I'm going to uh, uh, do whatever it takes to strengthen my relationship with God because when the storms come in my life, and they will, my peace will not be taken away from me because I am this with God. Amen. I have intimacy with God. Amen. I don't know how the person, you know, will do. I do not know what's going to happen. But guess what? God's got my back. Amen. There are some things that I cannot control. How people think about me. Guess what? If I please God, I please all that matters. Amen. Because God is the one, that person that I was designed for. Amen. That He loves me with an everlasting love. He loves me with an unconditional love. And I will put my trust in Him. And then because of that, you will have begin to have this thing called the soundness of mind. And then you begin to listen to the voice of God. You know, again, let me say this. You know, you know, you got to listen to the different frequencies. You know, like, like, like in, in, in Singapore, we have the radio station and you got to be careful that you are tuning to the right frequency of faith, the right frequency of, of total honesty and authentic relationship with God. Amen. And then when you are in the right frequency, then you will have and hear His voice, which brings me to the next point. The next point is personal direction. Amen. 
personal direction. The second benefit is this. Personal direction. Let's, let's read a couple of scripture here. John chapter 10, verse 2 and 27. My sheep hear my voice and I will, and I know them and they follow me. Psalms chapter 23, verse 3. Amen. Psalms 23, verse 3 says, He restores my soul. My soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, again, I want I want you to. Picture this, okay? I'm going to turn off my mic right now. I'm just going to turn off my mic. Amen. You know, I just spoke a bunch of words. I don't think you guys can hear me. <laughs> but I'm saying this, God is speaking. God is always, always speaking, you know, and God is a master communicator. You know, if he does not keep any secret, God is always speaking by his word and by his spirit. If you have a hard time, you know, if you have a hard time listening to him, could it be that you are not just close with him? You know, you know what? If you find it hard, to hear from God, could it be there is a distance? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm getting hard of hearing. So in order for me sometimes to hear my wife, I say, you know, both of us have lost all. I mean, as you grow older, I don't know why, you know, you're losing your hearing. And, 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 and we begin to shout in the home. <laughs> but here's something that I notice about God. God never yells. <laughs> God never raises his voice. The way you're going to hear his voice is to go closer. But for us, you know, as human beings, we, we shout from one corner. Tima, Tima, Tima. She will call Tima. And I, huh? Huh? <laughs> you call me, you know. Then she will say something that, like, "Hey, you tell Hilanga," <laughs> you know. You know, uh, like, okay, okay, you know. But, 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 but the way to hear God's voice, or the way I can hear my voice closer, I need to walk closer to her, and I need to tilt my ear and do this. Amen. And could it be some of us? You say, "I pray what," but I never hear from God. I hear many people tell me, "I pray what," but I never hear from God. Could it be that you have been away from God for a very long time? And that's why you can't hear Him. So you know what? You go to the closest to the one that can hear Him. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, so again, you know, you, you just got to realign yourself, I guess. I mean, the, 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 it's a good gauge. You know, the reason why, you know, that we are not close to God when we are not listening is because we have, have a an attitude adjustment somewhere. You know, you may be in church, but you go it for religious purposes and you are not in. Somebody has got a hold of your heart. Amen. That's something that I realized this, you know. <laughs> you know, especially when we talk about, you know, people that are in courtship, they have a tendency to hear those they are affectionate. Amen. Amen. Those that you love, you will get in. You know, you just zero in. <laughs> Dad and mom may tell you something, but you just can turn them off and you just go zooming. And then your mom and dad is like, wow, I raised them up for how many years? Ah? Then 
Lo and behold, this girl come along and just sweep that person's feet away. And that's why the Bible says we got to be careful to guard our affection. Amen. We got to be careful that, that we don't have an unnatural affection to things around us. Unnatural. What do you mean by unnatural? Because it was not designed for God. You know, again, things can be our idols if you are not careful. Let me tell you where your idols are, where you put your money, your time, and your effort. And then you're wondering, I don't hear from God, ma. Hello? You build up all these idols around you, you cannot hear from God. Of course you can't hear from God. You got to tear down those idols first. You got to say, God, you know, the reason why I'm not hearing your voice is because of a proximity issue. And when I talk about proximity issue, I'm not talking about physical proximity. I'm talking about you need to align yourself. You, you cannot let, it's a very, very dangerous position to let someone be your hearing. I mean, to do the hearing for you. If they have ulterior motive, they can use that against you. And then you get upset with God when God especially designed you to hear from Him. My sheep will hear my voice. The first thing that you need to develop is intimacy. And you can give it all to God and Lord. Lord, say, come now, Lord, speak to me. And the way you, 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 you will improve your hearing is by studying the word. Amen. By, you know, there are times when I get stuck. I don't hear anything from God. I will read the word of God. And you know what? The word of God will address a few issues. If you want to change the word of God, it will never happen. Let me say that again. If you're going to read the word of God to justify what you've done, it will never happen. You will never. The word of God is designed to change you. Amen. His word is infallible. Unchanging. And when I read the word of God, it addresses my attitude first. And therefore, when I address my attitude, then I'll change in my whole frequency. Amen. Okay. It's just like, okay, you know what? I, what frequency? Huh? What frequency is God's voice? You read a manual. That's the word of God that will help you change the knob into the same frequency where God is. And, and again, uh, I, 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 I'm thankful for elders in my life, but, but I cannot rely on just elders. God designed me to hear his voice and I have to make that a priority to hear his voice and I got to know his character so that every time when I know his character you know it's, it's very simply this you know uh, in the past uh, my younger son has this habit right he will use mom's phone and chat with me you know and he will pretend that it's uh, like mommy, uh, me, she will pretend like my wife, you know, texting me, you know, and, and, and saying all kinds of lovey-dovey things. And then I look at it, that, that, that chat, you know, I realize that that's not mom. You know, when you know uh, uh, your wife or when you know somebody, you know, you know what is her and what's not. <laughs> okay. So, 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 so likewise, you know, because we are hearing so many voices in the last days, we got to be very careful that we know God. Amen. That, 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 that again, you know, uh, there are times where, where I, I feel that it's so sad, you know, that, that, that people will substitute wrong preaching from the voice of God. That they will listen to other prophets and, 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 and men of God rather than listening to your own pastor. 
<laughs> you know, and then they get themselves into this whole crazy ideas, you know, and say that, hey, 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 why would you believe somebody that is out there? Amen. Come on, be careful. They don't know your context. <laughs> they don't know who you are. They don't know your children. They don't know your job. They don't know your weakness. Why do you want to seek counsel for someone like that? So again, again, we got to really, really ask ourselves, you know, you know, uh, uh, Lord, help me. You know, and, 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 and we rather hear from people than people who know us. Your husband, your wives, you know, and, and your children, you know, bounce it back to them and, and, and you can just process this together. Amen. And, and again, as, as, as we get intimate with God, the Lord, you know, we also find the third benefit is this thing called purpose. Amen. Everybody say purpose. Oh, it is so important for us to have purpose. You know, I'm going to read Psalms 139, verse 13 to 16. It goes like this. You know, you who formed my inward parts, you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. And your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book, they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Amen. You know, I have a purpose. Amen. We were created in our mother's womb. Amen. So, you know, all we need to do is to make sure that, you know, our ears are open to the leading of His Spirit and we place ourselves in a place, in a, in a setting where God can speak to us that we have obeyed and we have prayed and we understand what that peace of God feels like and He will begin to speak because God speaks when when our minds are not cluttered with things of this world. And that's where, you know, the scripture says that I almost fell down. I almost slid. I almost drifted, you know. You know, when I see all these people benefiting from their sin, you know. And until I come to the house of the Lord, that there is a, there is a serenity, there is a calmness. And I finally understood in your presence. Amen. And again, uh, the reason why people are bored is because they have lost the sight of their purpose. Amen. And the last but not least, you know, I think the benefit of a Christian is this thing called power. Amen. I love this, this whole idea of power, you know, because again, we have the power of the Holy Ghost, you know, and you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. Amen. I, I tell you something about the Holy Ghost. You know, again, the Holy Ghost is Jesus in spirit. The Holy Ghost is God's spirit, Holy Spirit. You know, they are used interchangeably. You know, when you are filled with this power, finally, I still remember the time when I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm free. I have the power to break free from all my habits. Amen. Amen. I finally felt, amen, God became near. Amen. I felt like, you know, uh, 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 my whole heart had a heart transformed. You know, uh, I was changed. You know, I was changed and I know the change was something 
something so deep in me, amen, that, that everyone should have that experience of being filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, I was never the same again. Amen. Again, let me repeat that again. We have power, we, but we need to tap on that power. Amen. That proximity will teach us to tap on that power that we can pray in all authority. That with this power comes His presence. Amen. Hallelujah. That we will not be succumb, you know, to the, the circumstances of this world. We will not succumb to the power of our flesh, but we will be uh, 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 yield to the power of God's Spirit. Amen. That we can lay hands on the sick and people recover. And the way that you know that you have this power is when God's Spirit comes upon you and you, how do you know whether God's Spirit has come upon you? You speak in an unknown tongue. Amen. That's why the books of Acts is really all about where people who receive the Holy Ghost, they begin to be speaking in tongues. Amen. They're all, or it's not explicitly in some instances it's not explicitly said but there are evidence that they spoke in tongues in other scriptures uh later on amen so again I, i'm saying this again you know uh, uh, uh god wants to have intimacy with us you know I, I i don't know about you but why would god a perfect god want to have intimacy with me Amen. I, I, I think that's amazing. But, but here's the challenge you and I face today. You know, this intimacy really ultimately depends on you. Not God. He tells you his heart desire. No, he wants to be intimate. He wants, you know, uh, uh, to be close by you. He wants, you know, to, to, to have unhindered access. You know, and, and, and if you read, James, why don't we turn there right now? James chapter 4, you know, James chapter 4, verse 7, you know, all the way to verse 10. Verse, James chapter 4, verse 7, all the way to verse 10. I'm not going to show it on my screen, okay? I want you to do some homework here. Turn to your Bible, James chapter 4, verse 7. Come on. James chapter 4, verse 7. It goes like this, therefore submit to God. You got to resist the devil and he will flee from you. Underline the word, he will flee from you. Amen. If you resist him, he will flee from you. Draw near to God. You see, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will leave you you up. Amen. God wants an unhindered access. Here's the question I have for you. Do you want him to have access in you? Or do you want to do this? Okay, God, <laughs> I've done this all the time, you know, in my, 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 my walk with God, hundreds of times, and I'm still learning how to deal with it. God, you know, I did this one. <laughs> so then can I have permission to get you out of my life? <laughs> you know, uh, you know. sometimes we got to be very careful that we treat God like, Lord, what's the bare minimum? <laughs> you know, if we don't, if, if we don't like that our loved ones say that to us, then why don't we don't say it to God? <laughs> you know, the question is not about what's the bare minimum. God, what must I do? You know, I'm so in love with you. I, I, I'm, 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 or, or I'm trying, striving to get deeper in you. And, and as you get 
people in God, you know, there's something that I realize. Okay, there has got to be a separation. You know, because I got to be careful. You know, you know, I'm married to a lovely wife, Sister Huya, and I want to separate myself from people who tell me, "Oh, it's okay to have an affair. It's okay." Or seduce me with, with the lust of the eyes, the lust of, 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 of uh, the flesh, the pride of life. Why do I want to surround myself with people who tell me, you know, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not okay that you make me not be on fire for God. It is not okay that you are suggesting activities that will make God Make me and God have a, 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 a reef, you know, a, a, a separation. Because if I love my wife, I will fight to keep the fire burning. Don't treat God as just somebody that you use. Amen. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Let me remind you. There is no area of God that He does not want to share with you. He is not selfish. He is not standing at a distance angry with us. He's trying to give Himself to us this morning. And then He wants to come together in perfect oneness with us. Amen. That everything in us is a part of Him. And that everything in Him is a part of us. Perfect in one. That's what Jesus is saying. When that happens, the world will know that God has sent me. The gospel will, preach, be, will be preached automatically when we begin to walk in an intimacy with Jesus Christ. Could it be that it's not about... <laughs> Methods of evangelism. <laughs> Amen. I, I'm not against methods, okay? I'm not against methods. But what is important is the heart of Jesus. Amen. Again, the reason why we lack, you know, again, think about it. The reason why sometimes some people cannot conceive is because of the lack of intimacy. And could it be that the scripture says what is born is flesh is flesh. What is born of spirit is spirit. So could it be that if we're going to conceive spiritual babies, then we need to worship the Father in spirit and in truth and let Him soak us up. Let us be soaked in His presence, totally, totally in His presence. And we got to take time, you know, to, to rearrange our schedule. To, you know, I, I've known people that are trying to have babies. They will arrange their schedule to have more intimacy. Amen. I mean, if you're not going to change your schedule to have more intimate, you're not going to have babies. Amen. You're going to make an effort. You're going to date each other out. You, you're going to fall in love again. You're going to do whatever it takes, you know, so that you position your place that you can hear His voice again. Amen. That you will realize that he wants unhindered access. He can consume every one of your weakness just like that. He can fill your heart with pure motives. He can change you from the inside out. Amen. Why don't we just lift our hands today and just ask God right now, you know, on a scale to 10, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, ask God to guide us in the areas of intimacy. Amen. Father, right now, as we come in your presence, God, Lord, I know much has been said. 
And I'm asking God right now, Lord, that you will help us today. God, I don't want to be distracted. Come on, every one of you, right now, just close your eyes for a moment. God, maybe some of us, God, has, has, has not heard your voice, God, for a long time. And Father, we, maybe some of us has no clue, you know, how this intimacy will look like. And Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you help us, Father. Lord, that you help us. Lord, you help us today, God. Lord, as we come into your presence for such a time as this, lead us and guide us, Father. And Lord, as we come in, as we come into your presence, Father. Lord, I pray, God, that you become so real, God. Lord, that you become near. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, that you have your way, do your will, God, as we, Lord, seek your face, Father, right now, Jesus. God, forgive us, God, if, God, we have hindered you, God, in certain areas of our life because, you know, the truth of the matter is, God, we're struggling to trust you, Father. And Lord, it's not all, God, your fault, God. Sometimes it's us, God, that has drifted. And God, I recognize, God, that intimacy is your goal, God, that you want everything of me. You want my heart. Lord, you want every aspect of me, Father. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God, I ask God that you help us. I ask God that you lead us, Father. Lord, as we come into your presence, Father, help us, Father. Help us right now, God. And God, we mentioned it last week, God, that we need to be anchored, Lord. Lord, we need to reach out to you, Father. We need to place ourselves in a, a, a place, God, where you can hear us, Father, right now, Jesus that we can hear you. Amen. It's a scary thing, God, that, that we are not hear, able to hear your voice. And I pray, God, as we read the word of God, that you will uncover areas of our lives, God, that we have hindered you to speak to us, whether it's an attitude, whether it's a harbourness of resentment, Father. I pray, help us, lead us, guide us, Lord. As we come in your presence, Lord, lead us and guide us, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, that you will have your way, do your will in us. Come on, Tabernacle, Joy Saints. Why don't we just lift our hands? Father, forgive me, God, that I've drifted. Forgive me, God, that somehow or other, God, that I've hindered you, God, certain areas of my insecurity. Lord, I recognize, God, I blame, I shame, God, and I don't want to play that game. I want to take responsibility, God, for my own self today. God, I pray, lead me back. I pray, God, that you show me your ways. I pray, God, that you, Lord, will continue to show yourself strong in all those areas of our lives, Father. In the name of Jesus, come on, Tabernacle of Joy. Why don't we just pray for a moment right now? Just leave your voice, pray in the Holy Ghost, and just entertain yourself in the presence of the Lord right now, God. You gotta, I gotta be close by you. I want you to be so deep in me. God, you are in me. Lord, even, even though you are in me, I do not give you access. Lord, I recognize, God, just because I'm filled with the Holy Ghost doesn't mean that you have total access, God, because you are a gentle spirit, God. You will not push your way, God, because you have given us this choice. And Father, right now, I choose you. I choose you. I choose you, Father. In the name of Jesus, I choose you, Father. I choose, Lord, that you will begin to speak in every areas of my life, Father, that you begin, Lord, to reveal yourself, Father, right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, that you begin to reveal yourself, God. Lord, you reveal yourself in a powerful manner. 
Lord, right now, Haraka Sandara. Come on, Tabernacle Joy. Why don't we just leave our voice right now? Haraka Sandara Lord, the place that we are, God, building an altar. God, I recognize the reason why I have no peace. I have no power. Sometimes it's because, God, I, I've not gone deep enough in you. Father, right now, God, I want to go deeper. I want to go so deep, Lord. Nothing else matters. That my dad in you, God, that I want to have that true intimacy that you desire me. Lord, that I may understand, God, the depth, how wide, how deep, and how long your love is for me. So, Father, I give myself to you, Jesus. I give myself to you. Lord, I give myself to you willingly, not grudgingly, knowing, God, your intentions for me are good, Father. And I will say, Lord, that I trust you. Lord, I trust you. Lord, in those areas, God, that I find it hard to trust you. I pray, guide me. I pray, I want, Lord, at the end of the day that you have total access to those areas that I'm afraid of. Lord, I'm afraid of your nose. And I'm afraid, God, that you will say something, God, that I may not like, God. But help me, Father, to learn how to surrender. Hallelujah and trust totally in you, Father. Come on, just pray in the Holy Ghost for a while. Have your way in me. Come on, we got time. We got time. In the name of Jesus, God, have your way. Do your will in me. Father, we give you ourselves, Father, right now. Have your way, Father. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, have your way. Thank you, Father. Thank you, you are good, God. Thank you, God. Your thoughts towards us, God, are not evil. And Lord, we respond, Lord, on a daily basis. Teach us how to trust you. Teach us how to trust you. Amen. For the next few moments, why don't we just pray for the nation of Singapore right now? Amen. Again, Father, we are so grateful for us to be a citizen of a great country, Singapore. But God, we do not want to take this for granted. Lord, we want to continue to pray as we celebrate this wonderful day, National Day. And I know it's supposed to be Lord, on the 9th of August, because of the pandemic, God, and things get shifted around. But nevertheless, God, I pray, God, that you teach us, Lord, to submit to the governing authorities, God, that is over us. And I pray, God, that you give us, God, the ability, God. And, and Lord, I pray, God, if it were all possible, God, that we can live a peaceable and quiet life, God, right now, God, and that we can continue to do ministry and and. Be liberated, oh God, to preach the gospel, God, in this nation, Father, right now. I pray, God, for the nation of Singapore, God. I pray, God, that your hands, God, will be upon, Lord, our Prime Minister and all those that 
are giving him advice Father I pray in the name of Jesus that you surround them with godly counsel Lord that you surround them with righteous factor I pray God that righteousness Lord be exalted in our nation Father I pray in the name of Jesus God that you give us favour with this nation Lord I'm asking you to bless our nation I'm asking you to bless this nation Lord your word says Lord, and have given us all the time, Lord, your promises, Lord. Lord, your promises is this, God, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways that you will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. So, Father, we commit the nation of Singapore into your hands, God. We humble ourselves before you. Lord, the only reason why Lord, that we can come out of this real quickly, God, is because you step in. And Father, we want to continue to pray, God, that Lord, as much as we succeed, God, Lord, that we do not want to be proud people of this nation, Lord, that we will continue, God, to recognize, God, people who are less fortunate than us, God. We want to pray, God, for the less fortunate people in Singapore, God. Lord, those people that are struggling because of the effects of the pandemic, God. Lord, that your hands will be with them. God, right now, God, be with the children, God. God, be with the young people, God. Be with the people, God, that are suffering right now, Lord, I pray. You know who those people are and I'm asking God that you will come fill this land with your glory. Come, Lord, bless this nation, God. And Lord, that we will feel we be filled with compassion to reach out, Father. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I ask, Lord, that your hands, God, will be upon every individual. Lord, in the nation of Singapore, that Lord, that we will cooperate with our government, to, Lord, so that they can lead, Lord, effectively, Father, right now, God. And, and Father, we bind every lying spirit, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus, God. We bind every, Lord, false, God, uh, 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 hood, God, right now. We bind every false hood. And Lord, we release a spirit of truth, Father. And Lord, we pray that you surround our leaders with truth so that they can make a sound decision, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, we want to commit the nation of Singapore into your hands. And Father, we claim that scripture that says that you who began a good work, you will complete your work. Let Singapore, I say again, let Singapore fulfill its destiny as you design it to. Lord, Singapore, but bless, Lord, other countries, Lord, around us, Lord. We pray, God, for, for Malaysia. We pray, God, for Indonesia, God. Lord, I ask, God, that you will invade, Lord, all our Southeast Asia, Lord, uh, uh, neighboring countries, Father, right now, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I ask, God, that you will protect the innocent. I ask, God, right now, that you use this nation, Lord, to bless other nations, God, whether it's our strategy, whether it's our systems, God, whatever it takes, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, that you have your way, that you do your will, God, for this nation, Father. Hallelujah, God, and we thank you, God, for this nation. Lord, we thank you. Come on, Tabernacle of Joy. Why don't we just thank God for this nation? Father, we thank you for this nation. Lord, we thank you, God, that we are able to celebrate 56 years. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus, God. Lord, where we began and where we are today is a miracle. And Father, I pray, God, that we will continue to persevere as a nation. 
that we continue, oh God, to do what's right. Lord, right now, God, that you will raise, Lord, a bonus, God. Lord, one of the things that I recognize, God, when we are in proximity with you, bonus comes in. I say again, when we know that you are with us, a bonus would come in. And Father, I pray, Lord, that 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 Lord, that bonus will come in, God, to pray for our nation, to to stand up for what's right, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, on behalf of this nation. So again, God, I thank you for this nation of Singapore. I thank you, God, of all the people of the world. <laughs> you chose us to be Singaporeans, Father, and I'm asking God, and I do not want to take this liberty for granted. Lord, have your way. Do your will, Jesus. Cause our nations to hear your voice. Lord, cause the people of Singapore, I pray for revival. I pray for harvest for this nation. Lord, I pray right now, God, that you will give us the wisdom and the strategy to know how to win those people to you, Jesus. Father, right now, God, that the nation of Singapore will open itself, God. Hallelujah, God, to the gospel. Father, again, God, this is our divine appointment. Give us favor. Give us favor with our authorities. Give us favor, God. Give us a voice in the spirit, Father, right now, and give us influence, Father. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus' name. Shall we just thank the Lord one last time? Amen. For His goodness and His mercy. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We adore you. We thank you for your goodness. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. We will see you maybe five minutes from now in the foyer. So, you know, uh, thank you for tuning in. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Be safe. Be in His presence. In Jesus' name.